You're listening to episode 74 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a holistic nutritionist and women's lifestyle coach living in Hamilton, Ontario in Canada. And here on the Room to Grow podcast, I bring you thoughts or guests in areas of nutrition, mindset, lifestyle, and entrepreneurship that will help you gain confidence so you can stress less and elevate yourself to create the life you love. We are not here to do things perfectly, but we are here to learn from each other and to grow with lots of self-love and compassion along the way. Let's get started. Welcome to an extra special episode of the Room to Grow podcast. I have been working on this episode for a while now, and you are absolutely going to make want to make sure that you listen to this one because I've, I've put together something really special here. If I do say so myself, myself, and it's not because of me, it's because of the other amazing women who are in this episode and who agreed to be a part of it. And all credit goes to them because they have just absolutely come together in the most beautiful way. And I'm, I'm so excited to share them with you. So the reason why I put this episode together is in honor of International Women's Day, which is Tomorrow, March 8th, uh, 2019, if you're listening to this in in real time, uh, this is the day before, and I put together this exceptional episode featuring five different women from various places spread across the globe, all with vastly different life history and experiences. And and yet, there's truly a shared element and common threads that can be pulled out together throughout all of the things that you're going to hear about today because it's really demonstrating how fucking powerful women are when we actually support each other. Because I have been reminded more than ever in the past few months alone, the power of women supporting women. There is truly nothing else like it in this world. And the reason why I think that this episode is so important and why celebrating women in general is so important is because too often I see women tearing other women down. And I have been that woman at one point, and and hopefully I won't be again, but I'm certainly much more aware of it now than I ever have been before. But women, we, we tend to tear each other down in a really negative way sometimes. And it can be due to jealousy, it can be due to insecurities, maybe feeling like there isn't enough to go around, but there is enough and we are better together. We're better together. This has been such a hard learned lesson because for me personally, because I never had many female friends growing up and by my mid teens until about my mid twenties, most of my friends were guys because they honestly just seemed so much easier to get along with. It seemed like there was less drama. Like it it just, it just felt easier because whenever I did have female friends, uh, not, not always, but most of the time it ended up being difficult and like more trouble than, than it was worth. I never felt particularly supported. I'm sure that the women that I was friends with did not necessarily feel very supported by me at that point either. And in the last few years, when I really started to dig, to dig deep into this and to pull myself out of those beliefs and, and kind of put myself out there to make friends with more women, I've been absolutely blown away by it. And I can honestly say that there's nothing else like like it out there, like a strong bond of friendship and support with another woman. It's so, so important. And honestly, this episode, I cried multiple times putting together this episode because the entire experience just felt so incredibly powerful and 
having this podcast and this platform just continues to amaze me because it's an absolute gift that I'm able to share women like this with you. And I have this, this little voice on my tiny corner of the internet where I get to let other women tell their stories. That is so cool to me. It's just incredible. And this episode is really to remind you of the power of women, the power of friendship, and of how strong we are when we join hands with one another to lift each other up, not to tear each other down. So I really want you to walk away from this episode inspired to do something else to lift up another woman. Because even the smallest gesture can absolutely change someone's life. And these stories are really going to demonstrate that you never know what someone is going through and how much even the tiniest little action or word or gesture might mean to them. So today I'm going to have you listen in on five different women, share their answers to two questions that I asked them to respond to. And then I'm going to share my answers to both questions at the very end as well. So the first question is, I wanted these women to tell us about a time when another woman or group of women made you feel seen, supported, loved, and heard. And question number two is to tell us about a time when they made another woman or group of women feel seen, supported, loved, and heard. Now, the second question, I I did this very purposefully, and I got a lot of questions from the women that I invited to be on the podcast about it because... A lot, of, a lot of the women were worried about uh, kind, of, kind of bragging a little bit. And I was encouraging, I did this on purpose because I was encouraging them to do a little bit of a humble brag here. Because too often as women, we are quiet about our successes. We are apologetic about our wins. We, we allow our kindness to go unseen. And I really wanted... The, the women that I was inviting on, and I want you as, as the listener to think about this too, to dig deep here and brag a little bit, even if it's just to yourself, even if it feels uncomfortable, because this is going to encourage women to do more things to support the women in their own lives, in your own life as well. So I really want you to think about this closely and to ask yourself, and it's funny when I asked myself this same question about a time that I made another woman feel seen, supported, or loved and heard, I had a hard time coming up with something at first too. Because, and it's it's not necessarily for, for lack of, of doing things, it's more about we often don't we don't pay attention to it. We we don't even really see ourselves necessarily doing these really tiny gestures. And sometimes we also might just might not realize how far that gesture might go on the other end. So I'm really, really excited to share these stories with you. So first up, we are having uh, Christy Hargrove on the podcast. I'm so excited to share her with you. Christy is a certified health coach in sports and exercise nutrition. And her goal is to basically help parents guide their athletes with nutrition that supports their energy. So super cool. All the information to reach out to Christy and to find her, follow her will be listed on the website. All of the women mentioned here today will all be listed over at roomtogrowpodcast.com. And Christy is actually a, a business mastermind partner of mine. Oh my gosh, I can't talk today. Christy is a business mastermind partner of mine. And we make a point of chatting at least once a week. And it's usually about anything that we're working on. We encourage each other. We bounce ideas around. We 
get some fresh eyes to some kind of take a look at each other's work. And moreover, Christy has just become a really, really great friend of mine. She's an enormous source of support for me on a personal level, and I'm really excited for you to hear her story. Hey there. I'd like to share a few stories um, about when I felt super supported and when I felt um, like I showed up for my girlfriend. And while, before I get started, I just want to say that, you know, it's great to show up for your girlfriends or another woman and help them celebrate like that. Those are important times too, but it's equally important to show up during the hard times. And the stories that I have for you today are showing up during the hard times. So back in March of 2013, March 21st, um, I had been helping my mom fight pancreatic cancer for the past 19 months. I was 26 at the time, and um, March 21st is when we realized this was over, the fight was over, and she was passing. Uh, there were some implications that evening that made it very clear to us that this was, you know, she wasn't probably going to last the next 24 hours. Um, and I remember calling my girlfriend, Jennifer, a best friend of high school, um, and just telling her, and she was there. She showed up at our house at about 10 o'clock. Um, so not only was it really great for her to be there just for, um, support, but she was also a nurse. So she was able to walk us through the different phases that my mom was going through. My mom did pass about 5 a.m. on March 22nd, and not only was she there just to, you know, the support, but she, you know, helped the hospice nurses get my mom ready to, you know, be taken to the funeral home. And then she took me home to her house and took care of me for several days, (laughs) um, So I know that there's absolutely no way that I could have made it through that time without her. So like she was a solid rock for me. Very, very, very appreciative that she was there for me. Then the next uh, story that I have is uh, one that I feel like I showed up for my friend Allison. This was about three years ago and she had gone for her annual mammogram and the findings came back that um, they were pretty sure that she had breast cancer. Um, Around that time, I also had gotten invited to see um, a documentary for, it was called Embrace, and it's all about just accepting your body for what it is, accepting and loving your body for what it can do. And at first I was going to go by myself, and then I thought, you know what, I think I don't know really what the stories are going to be in this documentary, but I feel like it's just something that Allison needed to go to. So I invited her and she accepted, which I was super excited. Um, And sure enough, there was, you know, maybe three or four women who had in the documentary who had gone through breast cancer and were just sharing their stories. One um, had a full mastectomy and no reconstructive surgery. Another one had just one 
uh, mastectomy, so they were left with one breast. Um, and then others, you know, I think, I can't remember if they, if any of them had reconstructive surgery, but, um, you know, just their experience, being able for them to share their experience and how they're okay afterwards and how they still love their body um, was super powerful for her to hear. She ended up having a double mastectomy and reconstructive surgery. And um, what I think out of all of this, you know, scariness and her going through so many surgeries, because first it was just a biopsy and then um, it was more in depth than that. And then she ended up having a double mastectomy. So she went through quite a few surgeries and just I would I'm so like honored to um, have helped her with is that she now well she'll tell you she loves her breast now more than she did before and of course you know as she was going through those surgeries bringing her dinners and sitting with her and just um, letting her know that she wasn't alone of course you know a lot of other people showed up as well and I think that's just amazing um, because during the hard times um, I think that matters the most. It's so easy to show up for someone when everything's good, but when things get really shitty and hard, that's when you got to step it up and support your women. Next up, we have Mallory Edward, and Mallory has worked in the hospitality industry for about 10 years, and she's presently the general manager of Merritt Brewing in downtown Hamilton, Ontario, in Canada, here where I live. <laughs> and Mallory has been one of my absolute best friends for such a long time. I've known Mal since we were about 12, and we were the probably uncoolest kids in middle school, but I thought that she was the most badass because of her glittery purple and white eye makeup in her makeup bag that she shared with me on the playground. It was a pretty special day. Um, fun fact, she's also broken my nose more than one time in various sports endeavors gone wrong when we were in gym class together, which is probably an attribute to both of our abilities when it comes to organized sports. Not, not necessarily our strongest, uh, our strongest jam. <laughs> Mal is honestly just one of those friends that you can call in the middle of the night with some major issue or crisis, and she's always there for me when I need her. I honestly just feel absolutely incredibly grateful to call her one of my best friends. So I'm really, really excited to share her with you. Hello, my name is Mallory Edward, and I'm recording my contribution for Emily's Room to Grow podcast, International Women's Day episode. I want to start out by saying that I'm so very honored to be included in this episode. Emily and I are going on over 21 years of friendship, and I'm so proud of the woman that she's become and this project that she's undertaken. She's really an incredible human and I'm so very happy for you, Emily. Uh, but on to that note, what we're here for was just talk about women seeing, loving, and supporting each other. And I'm very excited to talk about my experiences. I'm very, very fortunate, and I will admit that right away, to have been surrounded and raised by amazing women. I'm the oldest of four kids with two younger sisters raised by a single mom who was helped very heavily by my grandparents, of which my grandmother was the uh, definitely the, the strong matriarchal figure. So I'm very grateful to come from a long line of very strong, strong-minded, strong-willed, and occasionally a little stubborn Scottish women. 
As a result, my mom and my grandmother really instilled in my sisters and I that our gender was never something that was going to inhibit us or deny us opportunities. My mom was very successful in her own career and her own right, and nothing ever made us think that we couldn't achieve that. So I hear them loving, supporting, and standing behind me after every hard decision I've made, every challenge to authority that I've uh, experienced in my life, I really do attribute and and challenges to what is wrong and what's not fair. I attribute to the values of those women instilled in me growing up, and I'm very proud of the young women that my sisters have become as well as a result. And then how that carries over into hopefully how I've embodied those values and attributes and use them to help love, support, and see other women around me. I've worked for over 10 years in the restaurant industry and presently am the general manager of a brewery with a production facility and tap room, not historically a role occupied by a lot of women. And I'm very grateful, despite having an all-male management team, that I am always seen, heard, and supported by the men I work with. I've never had apprehension in bringing my comments, questions, or concerns to them. And as a result, I've had an opportunity to input a lot of policy and company culture within our building to help change how our industry treats the women that work within it. As a result, we've I'm very proud to say we foster a very uh, positive and encouraging space for women and people, allies, all people to be themselves and feel supported and loved and heard. And I really am grateful for the opportunity to be able to do that and help affect future women working in my industry and my career. So thank you ladies for listening, everyone for listening. And thank you, Emily, once again for including me today. Cheers. Next, we're talking to Sky Stover. And Sky helps solopreneurs and small business owners position themselves as experts through websites that are mobile friendly and strategically designed with a focus on those in the health, wellness, and fitness industries. So Sky is amazing. I, I have been working with her now for, I, I believe, a year. And she actually also recently let her clients know about her transition to a female. And her courageousness is absolutely a huge inspiration to me. Um, on top of that, I've also referenced in the show notes a beautiful FAQ section that she put together. It was, I think, one of the most well-written FAQs on this topic I have ever seen, uh, answering all questions about her transition and the appropriate language around all things transgender as well, which if you have any questions at all, I really thought that she did a fantastic job with it. So I've made sure to, uh, to reference that as well. On top of all this, she has been and continues to be just honestly, absolutely instrumental in helping me to build my business. And she covers all things tech. She goes above and beyond every time I work with her. And I, I highly recommend connecting with her if you're a biz owner, biz owner, and she can, uh, she can even assist you with things like copy and branding as well as all the website and tech work. So let's hear what Sky has to say. Hi, I'm Sky Stover and I own my own web design and marketing company. Uh, and I'm a transgender woman. So I started my business in 2015 as a male and I only recently professionally transitioned to female in 2019. Uh, so as I'm sure you can imagine, this was a bit of a nerve wracking experience for me. I have some of the best clients I could ask for, but you never know how some people might react to news like that. Um, 
but the level of support that I received from literally every single one of my business contacts has been overwhelming in the best way possible. Um, one of my favorite clients responded to my transition by giving me a $50 Sephora gift card, which was super sweet, extremely validating. Um, my inbox was full of emails congratulating me, telling me how pretty I looked in the picture I attached, expressing support. It was just really great. Um, and then it was just business as usual. Um, nothing really changed in those relationships. There was no big fuss or drama. Um, the group of women I surrounded myself with, they accepted me as one of them. and. That, for sure, made me feel seen, supported, loved, and heard. When I'm asked about a time I've made another woman feel seen, supported, loved, and heard, my mind usually goes to clients who have helped translate their passion into where their websites and their marketing. But I thought I would approach this question from a bit of a different perspective, because while supporting the women in our lives is so important, I also think it's important to support the future women in our lives uh, and around us. So there was recently a toy drive at a networking event that I go to each week. Uh, and most people brought in the standard kind of fun Christmas toys. Um, many of them were pretty obviously gendered for boys or girls, you know, trucks, baby dolls, things like that. Um, not a huge fan of gendered toys for children. I prefer to go for something more educational or at least gender neutral. So I brought um, a little planetarium projector target. And then I put a little note on it that said, please give to a girl. Um, you know, if we want more women in STEM and if we want more women in business, that has to be nurtured at a young age and that isn't always the case. So when I did that, I feel like I was doing my part to expose a little girl to something that she might not otherwise have access to. Next amazing woman on the podcast is Brittany Lilligard. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you might remember Brittany from episode 11. She came on to talk about her 12 pillars of self-care. And on my previous podcast, Fit and Nourish Mind, she's also over there at under episode 21, uh, talking about self-care, depression, and digital detox. And it was a super popular episode there as well. You can still find it all, uh, all on iTunes. So Brittany is actually a movement coach and educator with a passion for helping women who feel stuck finding freedom in their minds and bodies through movement. And she's also currently living abroad in the Netherlands, which is awesome. What's funny about Brittany is that I have never actually met her in person. I still to this day haven't even met her in person. It still shocks me because we've connected through so many phone calls FaceTimes and a social media and I just have so much respect for her badass story and how she's undergone some really serious transformations in the past few years and has a really, really powerful message to share. Hello, my name is Brittany Lilligard and I am the founder and creative over at Wild Woman Strong, which is an online uh, movement and lifestyle coaching platform that is geared towards helping women who feel stuck find freedom through their uh, through movement in their minds and their bodies. And I'm super excited that Emily asked me to share for International Women's Day. Uh, before I share my stories, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Emily herself, who always does um, such amazing things in terms of supporting other women. Uh, so thank you, Emily, for allowing me the opportunity to participate uh, for this really special podcast episode and for also allowing all of the other women uh, space on your platform and for always being so supportive. So Emily asked us to share two stories, one in which we felt supported by another woman and one in which uh, we supported another woman ourselves. And I'm going to start with the first. And the first story that came to my mind uh, was actually 
when I was living in India about a year and a half ago. And it may sound weird because the woman I'm going to tell you about didn't directly support me, but she did share a story. And her story was so inspirational to me. And I think oftentimes we tend to forget that just by sharing pieces of ourselves that that in and of itself can be really supportive. So the story, there was this uh, really well-known fabric shop named Renuka's and it's named Renuka's because the owner of the shop is indeed herself named Renuka. And so I went to go purchase um, some fabric and some nice little uh, purses and journals And Renuka was talking to me about my tattoos, and she very proudly showed me uh, her tattoos. And she sort of giggles a little bit in embarrassment because her first tattoo is actually her name, Renuka, tattooed across her forearm really largely. And then she had a few other smaller tattoos, but she starts telling me this story about how when she was 12... She was actually sold by her family to a shopkeeper in Goa, which is where I was living, to sell items on the beach because her family couldn't afford to take care of her and they needed the money. So she did this. She worked for someone else, was basically sort of an indentured servant to this person for several years. And while she's working on the beach about age 14, 15, a Westerner approaches her and asked you know, if she wanted a tattoo and she didn't know what to get. So she got her name and the next day, uh, she was a little embarrassed by it. She was like, Oh, you know, maybe I should have gotten someone else's names. Maybe this was really uh, cocky of me. So she went back and she wanted to honor her siblings of which she had 10, 10 or 12 and all of their names would not fit on her other arm. So she instead got their initials on her other arm. So anyways, fast forward to today, and Renuka has gone from essentially an indentured servant that was sold at a very young age by her family, uh, selling things on the beach, to working her way up to owning her very own really small beach stand, to eventually owning the shop that she has today, which is really quite, quite incredible. And it's her shop. She did it on her own. And her... Um, Uh, It supports her entire family, including her husband, her four or five kids, um, her two sisters live there and work with her, and then she still sends money back to Kerala. And as she's telling me this story, uh, you know, she just makes a comment and she looks at me and holds my hand and says, women are capable of anything. And it was just really poignant and um, humbling And if anyone uh, should have their name tattooed proudly on their forearm, it is Miss Renuka. What a woman. So I just wanted to share that um, because she didn't directly support me. uh, But by sharing her story, she gave me a lot of inspiration and support. And, you know, what a statement. Women are capable of anything. Um, So I hope that you also find a little bit of... Uh, inspiration in in that story as well. And then the second story that Emily asked to share was a time in which we have supported another woman. And I will admit that I actually struggled a bit uh, to come up with something here, which I think is uh, quite normal. And I actually really appreciate Emily for bringing this challenge uh, 
to light for a lot of us because I don't think we oftentimes uh, take enough time to appreciate the, the support that we do give others. Um, but what most recently came to mind was um, I struggle with mental health issues. I've been very open about that. And I do occasionally have people reach out who are um, struggling or and, and or coping themselves. And I had a woman reach out about two weeks ago, um, an acquaintance, uh, not someone who's very close. And she just needed to talk. And that was it. Um, and I gave her space to get out everything that she was feeling, uh, without giving her unsolicited advice, which is not what she was asking for. She just wanted a space to talk and to be felt and to be heard. Um, which I also think is really, uh, powerful a lot of times when people ask for support. Uh, sometimes we so feel the urge to share or give advice or to overhelp. Um, but sometimes just lending a listening ear uh, is all that someone really needs. Um, so I'm really happy that I was able to provide that space uh, for another woman. Once again, thank you, Emily, so much for having me on. And I really look forward to hearing the whole story. And another repeat guest here on the podcast, we have Christina Montalvo. And Christina can actually be found in episode 24, all about victim mindset, and episode 43, The Art of Maintaining Friendships. I also had the absolute pleasure of hosting Christina at my own house last week, which was amazing. We had such a good time. We did not stop talking for 48 full hours. And if you aren't familiar with Christina, you need to go check her out. She is the host and founder of The Confidence Project, a podcast dedicated to helping women quit dieting, find empowerment through heavy lifting, and repair their body image. She also owns a body positive strength and conditioning gym in West Chicago, Illinois, and she is a total badass. She really, really is. I swear that I knew that we were extra besties when she came to visit last week, and while I was podcasting, she made herself lunch with food in the fridge. And honestly, I love that. I, it's so, it's the best feeling when someone feels so comfortable with me and in my own home that they can make themselves food that excites me. <laughs> I love that. She's another woman in my life that I frantically call at 2am when there's some sort of crisis to be dealt with. And we've still only met in person twice. Truly, this is the power of the internet. This is what I mean. This is crazy that there's so many incredible women that I've connected with on such a deep level that I've, I've met in person either not at all or so rarely. It's, it's still shocking to me. On top of all of this, Christina is a total powerhouse helping women to become the most badass, powerful, confident versions of themselves. And I have never had a friend so fiercely encouraging and loving. She pushes me to be the best version of myself on a daily basis. And the bonus is that honestly, I know she will always tell it to me straight, no fucking around or beating around the bush, which quite frankly, I'm always appreciative of because I will take bluntness over false words any day of the week because that's kind of how I operate as well. <laughs> On top of that, she has been an absolute rock for me, particularly in the last few months. And she just, she inspires me to level up every single day. Um, this segment in particular really hit me straight in the heart. She shares an incredibly personal and dark situation that she went through and she's, she's never even shared this anywhere else. So this was the first time I had even heard about what she was going through at a moment in time that she discusses. And I'm so incredibly touched that this is where she chose 
to share this moment of her life and discuss it more publicly. And I know that you're going to feel this one really deep in your soul as well. Happy International Women's Day. First, I'm going to share a story about a time when a group of women made me feel seen, supported, and loved. And I've actually never shared this story before. So I struggle with seasonal depression. Um, Actually, I struggle with depression year-round, and it just gets worse, way worse, in the winter months. It was the day before my 28th birthday, And I was at work and I own a women's strength and conditioning gym. And I remember texting my boyfriend saying, I just, I want to go home. I want to be left alone. I don't want to talk about my birthday and I don't want to celebrate my birthday tomorrow. And after I sent that text message, I went back into my office, put my head on my desk and I wondered what the world would be like if I was no longer a part of it. Wouldn't this just be easier if I went away? I wouldn't have to celebrate my birthday. I wouldn't have any of these responsibilities and everything would probably be better if I was gone. And I had struggled with suicidal thoughts when I was much younger and went to therapy for it. And I was just, I felt underappreciated. I felt invisible, overworked, completely spread too thin and depressed and just ready to be done with everything. And kind of wiped the tears off my face, went back to work, taught a few classes. And the last class of the night, I opened up the door from my gym into the office. And all of the women of my gym, including some women and friends that I hadn't seen in a long time, were all standing in the office and had thrown a surprise birthday party for me. And I never shared with them that they, that made, might have been the surprise birthday party that saved my life, to be honest. And no one knew that I was struggling. No one knew that I was in a dark place. I sure as hell didn't ask for a party at all. In fact, I didn't want anyone to know that my birthday was approaching. And just to feel so celebrated, so loved, and so appreciated just changed the way that I viewed viewed myself. And it was, it was wonderful and it was awesome. So you never know what a surprise party might do for somebody. Just something to think about. A time in which I feel that I supported another woman, and this is something that I'm still working on, was very recently over the phone, one of my really good girlfriends lives far away, and she was going through some shit, some real shit. And something that I'm guilty of is always interjecting my own opinion And what I've learned is that that doesn't necessarily mean support, whether I think my opinion is better or right or more just or more anything like that. I felt really good about the way that I was showing up as a friend by just listening and telling this friend of mine, like validating everything that she was feeling and letting her know that, yes, it's okay to cry. And guess what? Crying may not be productive long term but call me and I will listen to you cry for three hours you don't even need to explain yourself and typically at least in situations prior again something that I'm working on is not always trying to give advice of like do this do this do that think about it this way change your perspective and while that certainly has a time and place sometimes the women in your life just need someone to vent to 
a safe space where they can say, I don't care how ridiculous this this sounds. I don't care how petty I'm being. I don't care that, again, this is not a productive conversation. I just need you to hear me. And so I felt really good about just letting this friend show up as messy and broken and shattered and disheveled as she needed to be. And instead of me trying to fix her, I was able to support her and uplift her and just show her a ton of love and compassion by saying, it's okay that you're crying and it's okay that you're not okay. And it's okay that we don't have answers and it's okay that we don't have a plan. And it's okay that I'm not giving you any advice, but I hear you. I'm here for you just to listen to you cry and scream and even just listen to you in complete silence. You can support another woman by just being silent and by just hearing and it doesn't always require some sort of actionable step or some sort of coaching method or some sort of revenge tactic. And that was really cool for me to see in myself as a friend and to also be that lifeline for a friend who needed it most at that time. And finally, bringing it back over here, if you happen to be new around here, let me give you a super quick introduction. I, I'm Emily Guff, host and founder of the Room to Grow podcast, and I help women to feel confident and take action when it comes to their bodies, businesses, and relationships, even when life feels overwhelming and scary as fuck. Uh, one of my favorite things to do right now is to help women launch their own podcast, which all of the information can be found over in the show notes as well, and to really use this incredible platform to connect women from across the globe. Um, I, I, today's episode is certainly one of the best demonstrations of that that I can think of uh, at least ever uh, being featured on, on this podcast because it's a really powerful platform and it can just be used for so much incredible good that it just, it blows me away. In terms of my response to the two questions, so a time when I have felt really supported Recently, I have been going through a really tough time and there have been some pretty significant changes in my life, like massive changes. Um, and to be honest, my instinct when, when this was starting to go down was to immediately just sort of cocoon and isolate myself because that's my usual MO. And instead I decided to open up and I reached out, even though it made me feel super uncomfortable, especially when I, I always sort of have this nagging sensation of not wanting to be a burden to anyone. Um, I, I'm sure that some of you can relate. Some of you have actually reached out to me and, and said that you feel the same way about that when I've, when I've mentioned that before, because it's, it's a real feeling. We, we don't want to feel like we're burdening anyone else. The results of reaching out to these other women absolutely fucking blew me away. I, I could not get over the response. Women opened up their homes to me all over North America and parts of Europe when I was having a tough time, like the, the toughest time. Um, they were offering to fly internationally to come stay with me. They were checking in on me regularly, sending me audio messages, setting up uh, regular dates to hang out, giving me, you know, like gifting me small items and, and handwritten cards that I treasured, dropping off food, lending me their ears, their wisdom, their encouragement. I, I was just absolutely blown away and, and totally amazed at how these women showed up for me. And one particular friend even mailed me a, what, what was called a, a soul sister friendship ring. And there were two in the pack 
as she had kept the other one to wear daily so that we would both be reminded of our connection to the other one every day. And like tugging on, on heartstrings is putting it mildly. These women just have held space for me in ways I have never experienced in my life. And many of them I didn't even know two years ago. Some of them I've only met once in person. Some of them I haven't even met in person at all. And it just goes to show, again, I'm going to circle back to this. I feel like this is one of the big themes of, of this episode, other than the obvious women supporting women, is the power of the internet. So for anyone out there feeling lonely when it comes to female support, I really want to encourage you that it is possible. And how many amazing women out there are waiting, waiting to meet you? But you'll never, you'll never meet them if you don't put in some effort to reach out even to the women that are already in your own life right now. So open up your hearts, let, let some people in, and the result might shock you in the best possible way, the absolute best possible way. In terms of when I felt supported, when I, when I felt that I supported someone else, um, a couple years ago, for some reason that this one in particular just stood out to me, I put together a really last minute, uh, super intimate birthday bash for one of my best girlfriends in our backyard. Uh, we made it sort of extra special with a little winter wonderland magic. We had twinkle lights and a cozy bonfire, like apple cider treats, the, the whole thing. And she'd actually made other plans that fell through right before her birthday. And I wanted to make sure that she still got to do something fun and just totally different for her birthday. And the best gift for me was seeing how much she enjoyed it and how, how loved she felt. It, it was just obvious from the look in her face and she was just having such a great time. And it just, it meant so much to me. It, uh, it, it it's incredible how much doing something for someone else can go such a long way for us too. So all of this is to say that I want you to ask yourself these same two questions. So, you know, ask, ask yourself or, or tell someone else in your life when another woman made you feel seen, supported, loved, and heard. And bonus points, if you can tell the woman who did that for you straight, straight to them. So tell another woman when, when they did something for you that made you feel really seen and, and supported, tell them that, let them know how much that meant. And then the second one is to think back a little bit and think about a time when you made another woman or a group of women feel seen, supported, loved, and heard. And this question is going to be tougher. And that is by design. I, I wanted that question to be a tougher one because I want you to really dig deep on that and to really pay attention to some of the things that you do for other women and that that will hopefully encourage you to do even more amazing things for other women. And it doesn't have to be something massive either. I can't underscore that enough. It can be the smallest gesture. It can be a, a, a five second audio message saying, Hey, I'm thinking of you. Um, I hope you're having a great day. That can, that can change the entire tone of someone's day. And I would really encourage you to start thinking outside the box a little bit and doing some of these little gestures that might seem so sort of nondescript and, you know, everyday standard, but how many times are we not doing those things? And somebody might just need a really encouraging word because you never know what someone is going through. 
And when women bond together, there is nothing more powerful. There is absolutely nothing more powerful. Beyonce had it right. Girls, girls run the world. <laughs> so I really am wishing you an absolute uh, amazing week, a very happy International Women's Day, and try and make the spirit of International Women's Day every day in your life. Whenever you can, I think that the world would be a better place if we could all do that a little bit more often. So make sure to go check out all of the incredible women on the episode that were featured on the episode today. All of their information is listed over at roomtogrowpodcast.com. You can find all of their info there, connect with them. Uh, you know, please share this episode. This episode, more than any other, I really want you to share it. This is a direct ask because I think that there are a lot of women out there who need to hear these kinds of stories that were shared today. So please share it. Please, you know, let a friend know, send it to a friend. That can be one of the ways that you reach out to another amazing woman in your life is to send her this episode so that she can listen to some of these stories as well. And maybe you can open up a discussion about how she has maybe done something amazing for you and, and how much you appreciate that from her. So please enjoy and thank you so much for listening and we'll be back on Tuesday. Thanks so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. All show notes and references can be found over at roomtogrowpodcast.com. And can you do me one huge favor before you go though? If you can take a, take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on social media, I would absolutely love to see who's listening and get to connect with you and thank you. And if you could leave a review on iTunes, that would go a long way and make such a huge difference. It really helps to get the word out there, get more amazing guests on the show and helps to get all of this information out to the world. Looking forward to growing with you.